Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VR investing podcast. Just a quick heads up before we get to the markets today and what we saw. Uh, I'll be on tonight with uh, our great friend, uh, the uh, uh, one of the top uh, radio TV hosts in America, Wayne Allen Root, tonight on the Wayne Allen Root Show at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk about the markets and the uh, what we see is a melt-up move higher that's directly ahead into the election and beyond. We look for 2021 to be an extraordinarily good year in the markets. It's everything we see in our VRA investing system and uh, 35 years of doing this. And we're also going to get into uh, some interesting things that we see happening that tell us that Donald Trump is going to win this election. Uh, some of the same signs that we saw heading into the 2016 election that told us Trump would win, we're seeing a repeat of many of those same signals today. Pattern recognition, repeating patterns, we're big fans of that. We'll cover that on Wayne's show tonight. Join us tonight, eight, again, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, usaradio.com. You log in, usaradio.com on your phone or on the internet and, uh, and partake with us here. Probably going to be about a 15-minute segment with Wayne. Uh, Wayne is the one of the best guys, uh, one of my best friends in the world, and also a, a really a true great, truly great American and a great conservative. So I hope you can join us, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, usaradio.com. Uh, a good day today, following up on Friday's action. Again, if you're joining us here, you know, about, what was it, three, four weeks ago, we started seeing real trouble signs in the market because we were just so overbought. So all the signals that, based on our system and the way we look at the markets, told us that we were due for, at minimum, a pause. It turned into a little bit more than that. We saw the uh, NASDAQ drop 14%. That is a very healthy correction. And the S&P 500 declined 10%. And uh, again, Friday's day was fantastic. Uh, we saw it again today. Dow Jones finished off its highs just a bit. Still up a big 410 points, uh, closing at, one second here to get a fresh green. Dow Jones closing at 27,584, up 410. That's 1.5%. I went on the day, actually, was Russell 2000, which has been outperforming of late. We like that. I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, Russell 2000, up a big 2.4%. Also, NASDAQ, uh, again, of the major indexes, Dow Jones, S&P 500, and NASDAQ, NASDAQ led today. That's what you want to see if you're bullish. Up a big 1.9% today, 203 points, closing back above 11,000, 11,117. And S&P 500 also up a big 1.6% today, up 53 points, closing at 3,351. Uh, again, the key to the Russell 2000 and the small caps is that for over two years now, the Russell 2000 is underperformed. It's still not gotten back to its highs from August of 2018. And uh, that was problematic. It actually was pointing to a recession before anything else was. And sure enough, we got it. How did the Russell 2000 know we were going to have coronavirus? Uh, it knew. Uh, but uh, anyway, because small caps, small caps are U.S. companies. They are based here. They do 70 to 80 percent of all their business here in the States. So when these companies are struggling, it's a sign of underlying weakness in the broad U.S. economy. So it's very good to see the R2K start to outperform now. We think that's going to be a trend that could last for some time, certainly into 2021. And uh, we'll keep you abreast of what we're doing there as well. Um, what we wanted to cover a bit today here with you is, uh, again, this is, if you like pattern recognition, you know, uh, and, and, and like observing what happens at market bottoms and market tops, 
you know, this overbought correction that we had, these are extremely healthy. Every big bull market needs one every now and then. And uh, that's what we've just had in our view. And remember, our view is that we're, uh, first of all, we had the shortest recession, shortest bear market in history. We have $7 trillion in QE, monetary and fiscal stimulus. And uh, we've now entered a new period of what's called an economic expansion. As we've been covering here on average these last eight years with an average gain in the S&P 500 of about 250%. So, you know, our leading economic indicators that we follow here have just been booming. Housing, transportation, rails. By the way, all three of those sitting right at, just below, but right at, not just 52-week highs, folks, but at all-time highs. But again, this correction we had is healthy. That's how we believe it should be looked at. And here's why corrections are so important. They serve three important functions that we'll cover here today. One, they relieve overbought conditions, which we just had three, four weeks ago, right? When you see that our salt, we saw our mega cap tech names, you know, every day trading up to ridiculous levels, right? That's a sign of froth. That froth needs to be worked off. Corrections do that. Number two, corrections have a major impact on investor sentiment. Again, we've been covering that here. All of our sentiment indexes we follow, such as AAII and the Fear and Greed Index, all, all of many others, but we, we, we like to focus on those because we know them so well. And uh, they've all gone from what was a, a really uh, indicating a, a certain level of greed uh, to a certain level of fear. That's, that's, that's important. Again, it takes out the, uh, the weak hands, if you will. And then third... Corrections, this, this may be my favorite reason because, you know, you have the Dave Portnoy's of the world, the David Day traders, right, the newcomers that are flooding the market with liquidity, which is fantastic for the market long term. It's great to see individual retail traders get back into this market. They've been gone for a long, long time. Long term, very healthy. But these corrections are important because they teach these new folks that guess what? Markets don't just go up. There is risk and you must use risk management and be smart about position building, when you're buying, when you're pausing, even when you're selling, and that markets do move in both directions, sometimes violently so. So based on our readings, this correction was pretty much near perfect textbook. We had pullbacks across the board to the 50, even the 100-day moving average. It took our VRA momentum oscillators from extreme overbought to heavily to extreme oversold, and, and again, repeating patterns. Bull markets and uh, corrections, we see the techs and semis lead the way, both on the way up and the way down. That's exactly what happened during the correction. Tech got weak, semis got weak, the market followed, and now beginning uh, next last week, late last week, we saw just the reversal. Semis started getting strong, tech started getting strong, and then here comes the market again. These are all textbook, textbook signs of both a bull market and a pause that follows. And also, one other point, you know, as at the end of last week, Mark, that marked four straight weeks that the S&P 500 had declined. Well, we've not had five straight weeks down since 2011, nine years ago. So the data and the analytics, as the quants would say, favors the bulls this week. Um, again, we, I want to point out some of these key indicators. As I said earlier, transports, big day today, up 1.5%. Just below all-time highs. Housing, 
We use the HGX, which is the housing index. This was this was a massive day today, up 3.7%. HGX is now only five points below its all-time high. And then, um, again, the semiconductors, what we've been talking about. Semiconductors, as big as the market was up today, as nice as the, the gains in the NASDAQ were. The semiconductors blew all of that away. SMH is the uh, semiconductor ETF. Today, it finished up 2.7%. Again, these are all... Very, very bullish, very constructive signs. Let's look at the internals today. We saw, uh, again, under the hood, right, the foundational strength of the market in the internals. Just a booming day. Not as great as it was this morning at the open, but still, advanced decline, four to five to one positive. Up, down volume, same thing. We're looking at three to four to five to, uh, to one over the, uh, the downside. Not not an all clear sign, if I'm being completely honest with you, because we did have a 90% down day last week, and we'd like to see a 90% update. That's that's volume, by the way, NYSE, 90% upside volume. We need that 90% upside volume day to clear the 90% downside day we saw last week. But for example, today, what is this, seven to, uh, five to one, almost five to one positive uh, 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 up-down volume NYSE, good not great, but it's a very good start. We expect we'll get that 10 to 1 positive day here pretty soon. Uh, and in our sector, also in, the, uh, in our internals, uh, we had so many days last week where the 52-week highs were starting to swamp 52-week lows were beginning to swamp 52-week highs. We saw that reverse today as well. Had 111 stocks hit new 52-week highs. That's combined NYSE and NASDAQ to just 42 Hitting new 52-week lows, headed in the right direction there. And our sector watch of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, all 11 finished higher on the day, led by energy up 2.3%, financials up 2.3%. They've been on a nice run, and consumer discretionary also up 2% today. Again, 11-11 across the board positivity. Final for day, our commodity watch. Gold today had a very nice day, up 1% or $19 an ounce, closing at $18.85 an ounce. The miners were up as, uh, as well today. Uh, silver today up 70 cents. That's a big 3% today, uh, back to 23.79. Silver's been whacked of late. A lot of value there, we believe. Silver, again, not just a precious metal, but also an industrial metal. We like silver. We like copper here. We believe the global growth story is going to come surging back and that 2021 could be an, a remarkable year. We're talking about the kind of year we had during the dot-com boom back in the late 90s. We're very bullish uh, especially if Trump wins, heading into year end and heading into 2021. Oil today also higher, up 34 cents a barrel at 40.59. And finally on the day, Bitcoin trading up 126 at 10,885. Folks, as always, thank you for joining us. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Hope you can join me tonight uh, with Wayne Allen Root on the Wayne Allen Root Show. And until then, we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.